all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone, short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. When I was about 17 or 18, and I had left for college, and I went to a place up in Oregon where predominantly Caucasian, and we would go to this little place, this nightclub, you know, that the kids went to, to hear music, and it was under 21 clubs, so they didn't have alcohol or anything like that. But what happened was there was this young lady who, after some time, her and I had just become acquainted. I mean, there wasn't like a love affair or anything like that, but it was this beautiful human exchange where she looked at me after a period of time and she said, you know, I was lied to by my family to say that all you black guys were a certain way. And she said, I'm so angry. You know, I was raised to be respectful and I wasn't just kind of this blaze straight ahead type of young male in his full adolescence bloom. I was always very thoughtful and all of that. And she touched me in a way that, because it was honest, and her and I never had an intimate experience. And yet, you know, that experience also helped to shape me. I'm sure it helped to shape her and it helped to shape me. I tell that to people to this day, that that one experience opened my mind to the thought that other people were told certain things about me without even knowing me, just because of the color of my skin. And it was a powerful moment. You know, we're humans, we are thinkers, you know, we can feel emotion, we have senses, all of the senses. And we struggle through things like racial equality, sexual orientation, religion. You know, we struggle through, and it's a growing process. But from that stretch, you bring life into the world. Until this time together, I only knew him from afar. Yet, as I got to know today's stranger now friend, Alan Warren, and as I absorbed his words and countenance, I thought back to the passing moment when I first met him. A quick and distanced introduction that to this day has remained imprinted on both my mind and in my heart. A memory that is gestured to me that day confirms just how far even the smallest smile or handshake can go toward the building of another person. A man of service to state, to community, and to person he is. An individual who, as we absorb his opening story, encourages us to consider the best of who we each are. And in that pause, to inventory the hows, the whys, and the ways we interact with those around us. He continues. We are learning how to live with one another. And so in order to really make the most of it, it's not something you can do from a distance. When you talk about the disparities in any particular race or culture and the negative things and you want to improve them, understanding a person's journey and a person's walk, I think, is best if we're really trying to get at these issues. The need is for interface and interaction, communication, and honesty. Right? and the healing, and the pain, and the joy that comes from the healing. Interface, interaction, 
communication, and honesty he labels as needs. Facing the pain he charges as action. And in all, he suggests a most remarkable result. Generalized in his singular words, healing and joy. Summarized in his short phrase, learning how to live with one another. Sure, words and statements so very aspirational to listen to. But as this world continues to polarize, as we each deal with our inner demons and angels, as the shower of humanity crushing sins against other humans swell, as we look toward our closest relationships, and as we design our defenses to cope with it all, what exactly can we do? Alan looks at his own life, and as he does, he reveals a rather difficult yet unifying pathway. Hey, I made a mistake. I did, I did something like this, and you and I were talking, and I did something, but I really, what I was really feeling is this. What I really should have done was this. You know, and then you might say, well, Alan, you know, why did you do that? And you could say, well, I did it because I wasn't sure how you might respond. Or uh, I was ashamed, you know, to say that or do that. You know, those kinds of conversations are not easy, but I think they're very necessary. And I think ultimately it empowers us. It builds our foundation. It makes us stand up straighter because we're not living something that's other than who we either are or who we want to be. Once again, a constant through line to sidewalk ghosts has emerged. An F-bomb that now after over a decade of interviews and conversations with thousands of diverse strangers and friends has found its place on the top 10 list of conflict resolvers. That word, forgiveness. And as Alan examples the power of the word, he proposes yet another set of actionable precepts. One of the things I think we tend to shut off to is that there's something to be learned from everybody, right? And everything. Some things you learn what to do, some things you learn what not to do, right? But you gotta be open. You know, you gotta be open to looking that scary emotion in the face and saying, okay, I want it to be sincere in me. And in order to be sincere, you gotta be honest with yourself and your responses and your actions, right? Because even sometimes the challenge might be, feel a certain way, but you do something different. That's the struggle. But if you're honest with yourself, you can say, I really should have did this. And at some point you gotta reconcile. You can't just let it go and, and never reconcile. And the sooner you reconcile, the better. To accountability, Alan has placed you and me. His prompts, ones that at times might be all so difficult to hear, especially when facing the hard to navigate days or dealing with the justifiable offenses received or looking head on at the shames and hurts you could be sheltering or even as you nurture the healthy parts of who you are. Yes, Alan has asked us to learn to live with one another, shared a story of a relationship between two young hearts of different races and upbringing, a thoughtful and open trust extended that just might help us lower our walls toward that which we cannot see, namely the divine potential, the unique histories, and the links that live within the hearts of us all. 
a core-centered guardian with the frequency to instill both the peace and power to see yourself more clearly, and best of all, the bandwidth to bridge to a better connection between all of us, and to exactly what that guide might be. Back to Alan. Some people might consider it to be God is the bridge, or Jesus is the bridge. Different races and cultures have Jehovah or Muhammad. But if you really think about the essence, it's really talking about that connection. And we get caught up on what the name is or who it's supposed to be, right? But the idea is that there is this thing called um, love and respect and truth and honesty that in all of these spaces, those things exist. And there's this reach for the best of, of what we can be as, as people. There's a reach in all of the religions, right? Everybody has this, or every religion has a, at, the, at, at its premise, is a reach for what we should be as humans. That's strong. That's powerful. It's not talking about destruction. You know, let's do this and destroy this and that. They're talking about how do we maintain this fertile environment for humanity to flourish, you know, and then, then let's go forward together with a mutual understanding, right, of, of the challenges and the triumphs. And so when you say love, love is the exploration, in my opinion, and the willingness to deal with these unsolved, unanswered life experiences that has not allowed us to say, hey, love is the connection of energy that's propelling the world, humanity to a better place. Alan, what a joy to have you on the show. And I have a feeling we're all taking in the love you have to offer. If any of you out there want to be on the Sidewalk Ghost Podcast, please go to my website and navigate to the podcast page. There you'll find a form. You can tell me a little bit about yourself or simply send me an email. I'll do all I can to get you on the show. If you'd like to sponsor Sidewalk Ghost, please reach out to me, send me an email, give me a call. would love to talk to you. Uh, also, any of you out there who would like to go to the Patreon site, that's at patreon.com forward slash Sidewalk Ghosts. Every little bit helps. Uh, still trying to get together the resources to turn this into a weekly show. And all the likes, shares, and comments help a ton, especially on Apple Podcasts. You can go there and leave a comment. And for all of us, please never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the world. <laughs>